Blessed assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a shout offering. Hold your neighbor and shake your neighbor. Hold your neighbor and shake your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, welcome to the evening session. Shake yourself, shake yourself from every slumber that you went to capture on the bed. Tell your neighbor, are you ready to catch more fire? Ask, ask and take an answer. Praise the Lord. God richly bless you. Those of you online watching us, God bless you for joining in. Let's go straight into the sessions. Let's start with Malachi chapter number 3, verse 3. I saw that Prophet Hayford touched on it briefly during the opening session. Malachi 3.3. 3. I want to deal with fresh fire for new beginnings. Amen. Working in instructions for your destiny. Working in divine instructions for your destiny. Fresh fire for new beginnings. Praise the Lord. Every time God mentions new beginning, it means that something has become a cake before him. It means that he is moving on from what he used to. He is moving on from what... Please give, let the volume come down small. The prophets, they like a lot of sound. Okay, I want to be able to move freely without these things, so reduce that thing. Only those of us in here should hear the, the sound. Hallelujah. Don't worry. When you hit age 40, you will understand the importance of good ears. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. These people, when you clap for them, they, they have gone to buy themselves digital things and they are digitalizing them. As I'm moving up and down, the feedback is going down. Uh -huh, it's good. I want to be able to move freely. You know I like moving. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. Malachi 3.3. 3. Praise the Lord. Your destiny is God's yesterday. Praise the Lord. God chooses your destiny and determines the plan but you determine how to fulfill it and whether or not it will be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. God is interested in your destiny because he determined it before you were born. Before you were born, God set it. And destiny defines God's agenda. The fulfillment of every destiny reveals God's original intention and agenda. Praise the Lord. As a matter of fact, if you read the book of Ephesians chapter number 1, from verse number 5 downwards, let's go there. We'll come back to the prayer topic right now. This is a prayer topic. 
about to pray. I want you to pray for one hour non-stop, and then we'll continue. Praise the Lord. So the ministers at the back, take the microphone for me. We want to push it. Everybody who has never prayed for an hour before non-stop will start tonight. It's a one prayer topic. Pray all. Tell your neighbor, it's one prayer topic. Pray all. Hallelujah. Everybody, read from verse 5. Actually, before clarity's sake, let's start from verse 1, because you don't like reading the Bible. You don't understand what we are talking about. So let's start from verse 1, for clarity's sake. Everybody, read. One, go. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus. Paul says, I am an apostle, and it begins by God's will, God's purpose. The king's word the king's will determines the culture in the kingdom you and I find ourselves in. Your opinion does not matter. You don't determine anything. It is the will of God. Let's go. And faithful in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Not who will. Every spiritual blessing, including the plans and purposes that he has for your life. He has given it to you. A blessing is a divine enablement. It's, an in, it's a divine empowerment. When God says he has blessed you, it means that he has released the aspect of himself that enables you to accomplish what he asks you to do. Praise the Lord. When you buy a phone, the purpose of the phone is to be able to make a phone call. The manufacturers has blessed the phone with the ability to make and receive phone calls. If you take the phone and the phone is unable to perform that function, will you keep that phone? Even if it's iPhone 13 or whatever, Pro Max, or Samsung, what, Galaxy, what? Prophet, wave your phone like this, let me see. Praise the Lord. Even if it is the most expensive phone, if it is unable to perform its function, I, bought a, uh, I got a very expensive phone. I didn't buy it myself. Somebody brought it to me. Uh, uh, what was the name of the phone? Uh, oh, it, it, okay, it's not a phone. It's an, it was what? iPhone, tab, tab, tab 5. iPad, more friends say, mini. iPad mini. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. But that was, this was like two, three years ago. Okay. And when I went to check how much it cost, it was like 9,000 Ghana cities as at the time. And I said, Shiakai. Then I said, okay, let me try and use it. Maybe it's in, I want to transfer WhatsApp things. It can work. I want to transfer music, some things. I have to go and download iTunes and do and say useless. Everything you want to, I said, this is not for Ghana. No matter how expensive it is, it is not user-friendly. It is not user-friendly. God put you here and made everything user-friendly for you. He has blessed you with every not some. Every. Every. Every.
every spiritual blessing, please pay attention here. We are about to pray. Because the lack of understanding of some of these scriptures is the reason why some of you fool. When a prophecy, which is the revelations of God's intent and purposes for your life, is given to you because you don't understand that this king is working according to his will and that every prophecy is a further manifestation of the blessings or, yes, he has already given to you in Christ so that as Christ glorified the Father, when Christ prayed in John 17, he said, I have glorified you on the earth. He intends for you to do so. Because you lack that understanding, you think it is your strength. And so when you get to the corridors of destiny for uh, fulfillment, you begin to misbehave and deviate from where he established you. Some of you have broken off relationships that is supposed to enhance your destiny manifestations and you think that it is a good thing. Some of you, friendships! Prof came to me, was it yesterday or Sunday? Sunday, eh? Sunday was yesterday. When I finished ministering, I gave him the microphone to professor. Then he said, Apostle, God said he gave some people around you to help you fulfill this, but they all went away. I said, that is how come I am here. And I kept quiet. Now he himself is discovering some people who are going away, and he's angry. He doesn't want to prophesy again. Will you prophesy? Uh, It's painful. It's painful. And you see, the people who went away to help me fulfill that agenda or that vision, they too, their life has become useless. They've not been able to live out any... Because you have no purpose outside the purpose heaven has ordained for you. Are you here to pray? Let's continue reading. Every spiritual... Ble- Please underline this scripture until it jumps from the page of the, your phone or your Bible into your heart. Every spiritual blessing, whatever you are looking for, he has released it. What is the problem now? Your mindset. Your mindset. Your desires and your mindset. Tell your neighbor your desires. Your desires. Your mindset. And the icing on the cake is your lack of knowledge and your foolishness. We are fixing it in this camp. Let's go, quickly, let's go. Verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, uh-huh. that we should be holy. He and chose, past tense, in him before he even laid the foundations of the earth. You were chosen. That's why he could tell somebody that before I formed you, I knew you. You were chosen before you even became aware of yourself on this planet. You were existed in his ideas and in his eternity. Praise the Lord. He chose you before he laid the foundations of the world to be what? Let's go. Everybody, one go. Read it. That we should be holy. What does it mean to be holy? It's not a religious term. Just the word holy means consecrated or set apart for him, for his holy use, for his uh, special use. So read it without understanding. One go. That we should be holy and without blame. He chose you in him before the foundation of the world that you, be, you should be set apart 
without blame. Without blame. Meaning that you are not doing anything that, is, that contravenes why you were born. If you take the phone and you are typing and it begins to freeze, is the phone performing? Something is giving it runtime error, which is making the phone annoying. So you feel like throwing it away and changing it. Is that not so? Or giving it to a repairer. If you give it to a repair one, two, three, and it doesn't work, you, you just throw it away and transfer your data to an, a better phone that is deserving of your attention and time. Is that not so? Let's go. Holy and without blame before him in love. love. Let's go. Quickly. Time is good. Having predestined us to adoption. Anytime you are reading scriptures and you've come across this word, predestined, please pay attention. Pause. Don't rush. What does it mean to be, what's the mean of the word predestined? Destiny that has been determined already. It has been predestined. It means that it was formed for you. The food has been cooked. There is no option that, oh, me, I don't like fufu. I want to eat rice. The fufu was cooked for you before you got home. You eat what is available. Otherwise, you sleep in hunger. So the destiny, you were, your, your presence here, okay, was predetermined. Your assignment here was predetermined. If you think it is your will that you join KCF or Zionism, but it is not you. I found that out many years ago. When I joined a church and at the point in time I wanted to quit the church. And God said, you are not going anywhere. And I said, I remember the day I took steps that I'm going to visit the church. You didn't speak to me. I didn't have a dream. I didn't have any, I didn't hear any voice. I listened to a radio program. And I decided that I am going to this church to see if it fits into my agenda. Then I will stay. When I got there, it was only two people praying. Only two people praying. And I peeped into the entire, it was a, a cinema hall, big hall, regular cinema hall. I peeped in there. It was two people sitting down praying. And when I turned, I was about to go. The lady called and said, who are you looking for? I said, they advertise that there's a church service going on here. He said, we are the church. Come. I said, you are the church. Two people. I said, be serious. Praise the Lord. At ten, I was going to say, will you come? Come. I thought, Sam, okay, you let me go and sit down. Let me not be rude. Let me sit down. When we close, they won't see me again. Praise the Lord. A man and his wife-to-be. At the time, they were not married. They were sitting down praying. And they had a church. So technically, I was their first member. As we were praying, we were sitting and we were speaking in tongues. We were praying, we were praying, we were praying. Then our head is like wind entered this ear, this right ear. Poof, poof. And then my ear became clear because growing up, I had this ear problem. Always, I had this pass coming out. It was always messing me up. So I couldn't hear well. That's how come I don't like playing this sound even up to now. Praise God. Then when that thing happened, no, then the woman said, then she mentioned my full name. She mentioned my full name and said, the Holy Spirit said he has healed your ear. I said, yes, yes. I said, wow, okay, God is here. Father, I'm staying. This is my church. 
Then later on, as the church people came, church was growing, certain things started happening. I said, no, 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 no. I don't like church politics. So I'm leaving in peace. I came in peace. I live in peace. Is that not so? I came. I took my body and I sent it there. And I said, me, no, I am taking myself away. God said, you didn't bring yourself. I brought you. I said, don't, don't start that with me. I didn't see a dream. You didn't speak to me. I, it was a thought that came to me and I followed it. God said, I am. I did that. I planted you here to learn, to study something for the purpose I have for you tomorrow. Wow. And I learned so many things. I stayed. So let me tell you, the friends you have, you didn't choose them. Unless you go ahead of God to choose other friends that God has not determined. When you see predestined, it means that God has predetermined that this ministry he is planting you because of your tomorrow. Praise the Lord. You don't change your church. Prof, preach the message, the mystery of location. There are people... We, we, we were in a church service where uh, a man of God was ministering and said, ah, so-so-and-so is supposed to be here because I see the person's angel in this church, but the person attends another church. Praise the Lord. It means that you are operating without your destiny angel. And the angel, it is very dangerous to be where God used to be. What did I say? If God has left the place, leave the place. Leave the place. There is no use there. Because when you stay where God used to be, you walk in religion, not in divine reality. And religion is the things that men do to try to win God's attention. Let's go. To himself. According to the good pleasure of his will. Everything is because of his will. Let's go quickly. Six. To the praise of the glory of his grace. What does that statement mean? What does this statement mean? He chose you to the adoption and sons in Christ Jesus. To the praise of the glory of his grace. What does it mean? That his grace has a certain glory and you are supposed to manifest the praise of that glory. Praise the Lord. That everything you do, because it is in line with his will, as long as your, your life will manifest the, the praises of his glorious grace. That the grace that he has manifested in you brings praises to him. There is glory and power inside. As you walk in it, things will begin to fall in line and people will say, God indeed is doing something. And the angels will use your life as a case study to know the plans and the will of God. Let's go. By which he made us accepted in the beloved. Uh -huh. In him we have redemption through his blood. Let's go. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Let's go. Which he made to abound to uh -huh. in all wisdom and prudence. Uh -huh. Having made known to us the mystery of his will. Uh -huh. According he to has done what? Made known to us. The, the mystery, mystery of, of his, his will. will. When you are in the Bible, you see the word mystery underline it. The mystery of his will. He said he has made it known to you. But do you know what's the mystery of God's will? He said he has been made known. Do you know? Trouble. So there is a communication gap somewhere. Let's go quickly. 
according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Let's go. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Pause there. We won't continue. Look at it again. How many times has he mentioned his will and his purpose? In just a short sentence. In him also we have obtained an inheritance. He said you have an inheritance. It's not my message, so I'm not going to go into it now. Being predestined. The inheritance that you are supposed to walk in was predetermined before you were born. Because he chose you before he even formed the earth that you should come and walk in these things. Then he says that according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his own will. He does not consult anybody. Let us create man. He consults himself. When he said, let us create man, he wasn't talking to the angels. He seeks counsel from himself and does it for his pleasure. So the 24 elders fell down and worshipped and said, for you have made all things and created us to worship for your pleasure. For your pleasure. He did it for his pleasure. Do you understand me? So you don't say that, Father, I don't like this ministry. I'm going to join Google Golf International. You don't determine that. Praise the Lord. You don't determine that, okay, Dion is a call. I like a call, so she's the one I want to marry. It's not for you to decide. Is it in the good will of the Lord? Is it, is it his pleasure? If it is not, he's not going to sponsor that relationship. It will be exposed to every demonic attack just like every other relationship that he has also approved of. Just that he will defend that one and this one he will not defend it. Let's go back to Malachi 3. So I'm telling you that everything you are doing here, if it is in God's purpose, it will succeed because God predetermined that destiny that he wants. That is why instructions given to you cannot be joked with. If you stand in front of the man of God, like this afternoon, the man of God called a young lady and said, it is an, an instruction that this is where I have predetermined that you are supposed to be. The seat is there for you. Predetermined. She has not even dreamt about it, but it is the predestined counsel of God. And there is a path that heaven has predetermined that she will walk in to fulfill it. If she decides to let other things sway her off, she will miss it and that same prophecy will go to her child. Until Jesus comes. And then one day, you will stand before the judgment seat of God and God say, I predetermined that this is where you are supposed to get to. Why didn't you get there? You worker of iniquity. Depart from me. You worker of iniquity because iniquity is working outside the will of God. It's different from sin. Sin is a transgression of the law. Iniquity is working away from the will of God. What are you doing? Are you working in God's will? 
So anytime the Bible is speaking, it distinguishes between sin and iniquity. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? You are sounding like the place is so tenacious. Why? What's happening? Everybody, Malachi 3 3. One go. It was. For clarity's sake, again, for clarity's sake, let's start from verse 1. We are coming to verse 3. Let's go. Verse 1. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming? He said the messenger of the covenant. God has a covenant with his people. And he says, you people have transgressed the covenant because you are not walking in the terms and conditions of the covenant. And so I'm sending him. But before, you desire that the messenger will come. It was a desire. Everybody wanted to see the messenger of the covenant come. Then he asked them a question. Who can stand in the day when the, the messenger comes? Let's go. And who can stand when he appears? Uh-huh. For he is like a refiner's fire. He, the, message, the messenger himself, he is like a refiner's fire. How many of you have seen a blacksmith working with his fire before? Repurifying gold. or You've seen hot furnace. Because you need very heated fire to be able to burn or melt the metal. To, to purify gold, the gold has to melt. It has to change from solid state to uh, liquid. That is where the impurities begin to come out. And then they sieve it through things, adding mercury and then everything to cleanse it. Let's go. And like laundress soap. And the, and the, and the fuller soap or the laundress soap. So about Bethlehem, knew what the guy that is coming, he's not just coming to, oh, okay, you didn't work in the covenant. So I'm bringing, he says that by deviating from the covenant, you have attracted impurities into your life. Things that stop you from achieving the will of God. And so before he is going to have any conversation with you about the covenant, he needs you to be purified. He needs to purge your mind. He needs to wash your heart. So first, he's going to pass you through fire. The fire camp, you will pass through the fire and the fire will pass through you. And he's not done yet. Tell your neighbor, if the person doesn't speak, she tell him that it is like tongues. He is coming to pursue you. Say it's my way. Tell your neighbor, the, the, the refiner's fire is here. And the washer soap is here. He is about to pursue you. Have you washed before? Do you know the hard, uh, proper Africans wash? We put the, we don't put anything in the washing machine. We hold it. We put it there. We sit down. And then we pursue the thing in between the hands until every stain is gone. That is what the Lord is going to do to you. Because he said, when he comes, who shall stand? You need him to align to your destiny. But he is not coming as a friendly guy. He needs to remove that foolishness. When you wake up, the only thing that is in your mind as a guy is the buttons of a woman. He has to take it away. When you wake up as a girl, the only thing you think about is the fine boy you are crushing. You have crushed the boy, sir. His brains are no more working properly. He needs to take away that foolishness that makes you want to see validation from a boy. If a boy that not say you are beautiful, you, you, you feel useless. 
Meanwhile, you, your usefulness was predestined before that boy was even born. And didn't tell me that my hair is nice. Nonsense. 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 Tell their girl standing by you. Nonsense. When you were born, is that how your hair was looking like? As an African girl. Ask her. Push it. Praise the Lord. For he is like a refiner's fire and like a laundress soap. Let's go. Verse 3. He will sit as a refiner. He will sit as a refiner. He, I told you, he is going to sit down. He is not in a hurry. He must do a thorough work. Proverbs says, take away the dross from the silver and you will get a refined vessel for the refiner. Take away that foolish dross from the refiner. And dross is not what you think about. It's not, he's not talking about this. The way you, your mind is, your dirty mind is saying, hey, he's talking about death, impurities. I've told you, when you read Bible, don't read English. Read the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Don't assume you understand. The, it's not English. The scriptures were not originally written in English. You understand me? So don't read English. Understand what the Spirit is saying. You understand me? Let's go quickly. Everybody read it. We will purify the sons of Levi. Who were the Levites or who were the sons of Levi? They were priests. Right? They were supposed to be a nation of priesthood that taught the nation the ways of God. Teaching them the counsel of heaven. Letting, walk, letting them know and understand the covenant and walking in it so that God's blessings and God's purpose for the nation Israel would come to pass. The Levites were chosen after they stood after their, their, their forefather and his son uh, his, yes, their forefathers stood on the way to the promised land. When there was iniquity of, of, of immorality in the camp. And the Levites took sword and killed all their brothers who rebelled against God. And God said, because you have taken a sword and you have been jealous and you killed your people who rebelled against me. I have chosen you as my priest. That's how they got chosen. Sometimes you can win God's favor by rebuking your friend who is fooling. When your friend that you, you claim is your best friend is chasing after a boy whilst her father has paid school fees for her to study and get this thing, okay, and you tell your friend that you are a fool. Stop fooling. This is not why your father pays school fees. Get up! Study! Leave that foolish boy alone. You will win God's favor. God can choose you for a, a, a very special occasion and reward you just for for rebuking, because when that girl is fooling, chasing a foolish boy, she is deviating from destiny. And God's kingdom suffers. One of the friends of Job asked him, can a man prophet God? Yes. 
When a man begins to walk in God's counsel, you become profitable to God. God wants your life to be profitable. Do you understand me? So, don't say, oh, it's not my matter. If she wants to fool it, God will require that blood from you. Because you were positioned there so that iron will sharpen iron. Your friend is leaving KCF. You know that in KCF, righteousness is preached. She is leaving KCF under false, uh, uh, false uh, uh, rumors and things. And you are there. Oh, okay, me. If you want to go, it's her life. It's not her life. God will require it. Just like he asked Cain, he will ask you. He will ask you. When, when anytime people want to have leeway to fool, then they will raise a foolish argument. Can you see if like breaking relationship? No, because of pentema kosepenisisimu. Explaining to the non-tree speakers. I was speaking in tongues. Interpret their tongues to them. Praise the Lord. Why, why is your face changing? You are getting confused. Why were you getting confused? You don't understand what I said, but their, their, their tongues have been interpreted to you. Say glory to God. Is it Radford University? Uh, what, what university? Uh, Academic City. God bless you, okay. God bless you, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> prof, prof will give you a word before you leave, okay. Prophet, prophet Tefa will prophesy to you, okay. Uh, will prophesy to you. You see the way the girls are looking at you. As for the girls here, they are looking at you. I'm telling you, you are a fine boy. They are looking at you. When you start having some strange dreams, know that some people are crashing you already. That's why the dreams are coming. I mean, I'm telling you. The way Chris has been standing here and he has been shaking or uh, uh, he has crashed, they have crashed, they have, he has, uh, so it's just, whilst he is standing there, he's one of the people that the refiner is about to sit down. Praise the Lord. Finish it for me. Let's pray. One go. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. And he will purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold. So he said the same process that goes gold goes through to become the gold that you want to buy. Your value will be determined by fire. Your value will be determined by what? Fire. And the longer the gold stays in the refiner's fire, the more pure it becomes. The more you stay in the refiner's fire, the more your value will show forth. The fire is not a friendly fire, but it is a very beneficial fire. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That they may do what? Now, read the last sentence very well. Everybody, with a loud voice, one go. Go. 
The three version says, "Eno ansana, eno ansana, Judah ni Jerusalem, omo afore bobe sonya mieni." That they may offer to the Lord an offering. So God expects an offering from you. Your life is an offering. Your body is an offering. But as long as there is the death of this world, the corruption of this world, the foolishness, the contaminant, your sacrifices are unacceptable. So he says, when the sons of Levi, the priests, and I'm talking to you because you are a royal nation, a chosen nation, right? A priest, a prophet unto the living God. You carry that same mantle in a better way. Because this was after the order of Aaron. You, yours is after the order of Christ Jesus himself. And so he says, offer an acceptable right offering in righteousness. What is righteousness? What is righteousness? Hey, a scripture just came to me. Isaiah 48. They are there. Isaiah 48, quickly. Hey, Isaiah 48, quickly. Verse 10, thereabout. Let me see. Give me verse 8. Okay, let's read quickly. <laughs> this scripture also for, is for somebody, some people. God said, I know that after this prophecy, you do treacherously. After this prophecy, that you travel. Oh, will you be faithful? I'll be faithful. When you get there, then you start insulting us. I will, re, I will, I will unpack this word another day. Let's go. Let's go quickly. Verse 9. Quickly. Now pay attention to verse 10. Let's go quickly. He said he will test you in the fairness of what? He will test you in the fairness of what? So God intentionally allows certain circumstances to try you. You will go through the fire, not to be killed, but the fire to purge you. And then you go to the water, not for you to drown, but to purge you. Certain situations, God will allow. Sometimes, some of you, God allow you to fail an exam. Because because if you graduate at the time you want to graduate with that foolish mindset. What is Do you hear me? Sometimes God will intentionally rip that boy from your heart and your heart will be bleeding. Yours is not called broken heart, it's juice. It has become smoothie. Why? You don't like me, you don't like me too much. The way I've been shaking your head, no. Verse 11, at verse 11, let's pray. God said, I will pass you through the furnace of affliction for my name's sake. Otherwise, you go and profane my name outside there. 
when you get to UK and you are being paid 5,000 pounds a month, you will be, instead of going to all night to pray, when you were looking for the job, you will be going to break bottles and be, and be drinking smen off and, 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 and all manner of spirits. And, and, and so you will profane his name. God said, My name shall not be profane anymore among the hidden, among those who do not fear me. I sent you to UK, I sent you to Germany, I sent you to US to proclaim my glory, to show forth my glory, to set up KCF there, to set up Zanipat. You are there fooling. And he insulted us that our messages does not carry grace. That same grace is what opened the door for you. Those of you seated here, that same treachery is in your heart. God said, for I know that you deal treacherously. You deal treacherously. When you get that boyfriend, you deal treacherously. When you get that summa cum laude, you deal treacherously. When you get Bank of America, you deal treacherously. When you leave the shores of Ghana, you will deal treacherously. He said, I know. He said, I know. Your prayer is now 10, what? 15. Then you are praying to 11, 15. Father, every dross in me that will stop me from walking in the predetermined counsel of my destiny, take it away from me. Purge me with the refiner's fire. Wash me with the washer's soap. And align me. Take away treacherous heart from me. Every treacherous mindset. He said the treacherous dealer dealer treacherously. Jeremiah. Every treacherous dealings. Every heart of unfaithfulness. That deviates me from my destiny. Any stubborn heart. That makes me reject instruction for my destiny. Lord, approve it. This fire camp, let your fire purge me. Let any desire I have captured outside your will, let it be uprooted. The desire may be good, but if it's not in God's will, it's not God. Praise the Lord. If God says, if you want to be a doctor, it's a good thing. Is that not so? But if God says you are not supposed to be a lawyer, a, a doctor, you are supposed to be a lawyer, are you working in God's purpose? No. So, you are praying well. Father, every, every nefarious desire, nocturnal desires that are ungodly, Uproot it. Some of you, your, your, the thing that is doing you is your anger. Your anger, tantrums. Nobody can talk your matter when you are angry. Let the refiner's fire come upon me tonight. Sit down and refine me, O oh Lord. From now till Friday, purge me. Purge me. If my father did not get to where you promised him or you predetermined him to get to. Me, may I escape it? As your fire purge me, set my path in life free from those things that defeated them. 
If your mother was, I know somebody, the mother was supposed to be, God said the mother was supposed to be working in the category of Catherine Coleman. This woman will be driving and she's having revelations, accurate and the thing is coming to pass and she has not prayed. Some of you, that's your problem. The thing was so strong, having so grace, you don't need to pray to see a vision. So you think you are fine. That is how come demons have annexed that gift. Now you don't see from the realm of God. Your eyes look like the eyes of the enemy now. So you, because you see from the enemy's angle. That's, the, that's one of the worst forms of demonic possession. You won't know, but you are under manipulation. Your eyes look like the eyes of the enemy. Some of you, God can do you a favor. Go to God. Say, Father, please show me my eyes. Does it look like yours? You will see it. You will be scared. Prof, can I worry you small? Let me use you as an example, okay? I beg you. Why are you clapping? <laughs> Wait till I come to you. Something happened to Prof. I used to tell Prof, Prof, I don't like your heart. Go and pray. Go and deal with your heart. He said, Apostle, I'm fine. Apostle, I'm fine. Apostle, I'm fine. Until he went to do waiting. He told me, him. in fact, he didn't tell me. He was sitting in my office and he was counseling somebody. A certain man of God who had come to me that he wants me to be his spiritual father. And I called Prof. I said, come and handle him. Because spiritual father, spiritual and some people, they are fever. So, I don't like it. The man of God, seven and some woman of God. And he said, he wants me to be his. So, Prof came in. Prof was talking to him. Now, he didn't tell me. He was telling the guy. I said, ah, okay. He said, my father was telling me I should check my heart. Too. I should. I didn't listen. One night, he said, Jesus came and took his heart and showed him, this is your heart. This is your heart. He said, eh? Is that how my heart looked like? And he started praying. He said, everything I had been telling him, he was telling the man, he wasn't telling me. Jesus told him. Praise the Lord. And that is the highest form of mercy. That is what? The highest form. Because if God doesn't tell you, by the time you get to upward, you have deviated. Many years ago, the Lord told me, don't be led by your own spirit and your own heart. Be led by me. I said, what's the difference? If you stay in my heart and I'm being led by my heart. After all, didn't someone tell uh, Saul, whatever occasion serves you, do it, for God is with you. It's a very dangerous counsel. Don't follow it. The day Saul did it, he lost the kingdom. He told Saul, he told Samuel, you told me to wait. The enemy was coming and the people were afraid, so I sacrificed. He told me that whatever will come to me, I should do it. For God is me. I've done, now you are telling me that I have been disobedient. He lost the kingdom. If you are a prophet here, listen to me. Not everything that comes to your mind is from God. Don't give it as a counsel. Learn from the mistake of Samuel. It's not everything that you pick that is necessarily from God. Once you have an ear, if a baby is born and the baby is not deaf and dumb, the baby can hear all the sounds that come. But the baby does not know who is speaking what. The fact that your eyes are open in the realms of the spirit, you can see many things. Which one? Number one, are you seeing from God's realm? Number two, are you supposed to say what you are seeing? I keep telling you people, if you, have, if you like this girl, if you like her so much, you will have dreams that she, she is your girlfriend or you are marrying her. Let's assume she is married though to this guy. Okay, you will still ha- once your heart likes her, you will have a dream that you are married to her. 
That is how come some of you, you suspect an auntie, you suspect her. You start having a dream that she's in. You say, I said this person is a witch. No, you are the fool. You are manipulated. You are under strong manipulation. Lord, purify me. This fire camp, anything that the enemy has planted in me to deviate me from the purpose of your will, from my destiny, let your refining fire purge it away from me. Take it away from me. Any character, any attitude, any desire, any weakness of the flesh, any things of the flesh that is taking me away, that is stopping me from praying. I, I heard a prof tell you this afternoon that if God is a consuming fire, you are a consuming fire. When was the last time you operated as a consuming fire? Because certain things has stopped the fire from operating. Tonight as I pray, Lord, let anything that is stopping the manifestation of every spiritual gift that you have given to me, let it burn, let it burn, let it catch fire, let it catch fire, let it catch fire. Are you here to pray? The way you are sitting down, When I say pray, don't stand there and be doing oh Lord, you know, I don't really like fire, but you apostle is saying it so you, but don't let the fire burn me too much. When I was young, my mom used to sing a song when she's sweeping. She'll be singing, burning fire, don't touch my soul, Lord, I pray, rescue me. It's killing me, pity me, Lord. You know the song. Eh, who taught you? I pray thee, burning fire, don't touch my soul. I don't know who will write such a foolish lyrics. The fire must enter your soul. It must burn you. It must destroy. God is not trying to kill you. He is killing you. You must die. Then you will live. He who wants to save his life shall lose it. But he who loses his life shall save it. He is not trying. He, he does not want to. It is his will. It's not a want. It's a need. Are you here? Do you get the prayer topic? Lift your right hand up with me. Say, Father, I thank you. For your enormous grace, for your enormous grace and mercies, mercies upon my life, upon my life, I come before you tonight, before you tonight as, an as an individual representing my generation representing and my representing, generation. representing nations. Anything in me, anything, anything around me, anything around me that fights the manifestation, the manifestation of my destiny. Of my destiny. Let, your fire, let your fire, let your fire, let your fire, let your fire, consume it, consume it, consume it, consume it, consume it. I don't like the way you are responding. I don't like it. Many are I don't like it. See, necessity is laid on me to ensure that you, you get to your destiny. Amen. If you don't get to your destiny, I am in trouble. Mm. I will answer for it. So whatever I will do to get you there, I'll get Even if it's dragging you on the floor, I'll drag you. That is why when you are fooling, I will put my nose in your matter. Yeah. 
Do you hear me? I don't care what church you attend. Once you are here, I'm your pastor. And if, if the church you attend, your pastor doesn't know you, it means he's not your pastor. I am your pastor now. Yes. You are moving all your things and coming to Zion in part so that I will discipline you. Yes. Do you hear me? So that you fulfill your destiny. Tomorrow when you fulfill your destiny and the angels of God surround you and they are lifting you up and glorifying God in you. You even remember me. You remember me. You'll be enjoying. Marian, will you remember me? That is why I will put my nose in your matter. Whether you like it or not. Like Prof has been telling people, I have a vested interest, shares in your life. If you like go and fool in US, you will see me in your dreams slapping you. And when you wake up physically, I will slap you too. What is your name again? What's your name? You. Emmanuel. Emmanuel Diabe. Kujo. Bompire Mao says, sir, and nine way and a media mao no. Do be do it. Amen. Empire na yebono boniye. Ujina gate na no. But mbi. I'm seeing that the guy is very skillful. You know he's a footballer, but I'm just seeing that he's very skillful. He's a very. It's not like obonimbo. Na de na unkanche mse unim dribbling sa unimbo boye. No, he is not boasting. No, I'm just seeing something. But con- there are contentions. Hey, those of you who are now coming, you better get the prayer topic. Oh. Hmm. Lift up your hand. Say, Father. Father, I thank you. I thank that you. when I pray, you hear me. When, when I pray, pray, you hear me. Bring my body, soul, and spirit. Bring, bring my body, soul, and spirit to the furnace of your fire. To the furnace of your presence. The furnace of your presence. Plunge myself into this furnace. Purge me, O Lord. Let the purifying fire. Let the refiner's fire. Let the washer soap. Let the washer to my spirit. Attend to my soul. Attend to my body. Let anything that is not of you. Resident in my body, resident in my soul, resident in my spirit, resident in my spirit, resident in my resident in my spirit, 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 resident in my spirit,